my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship nearly a decade long. And this is Will Will and Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers! Uh, Before we start talking about the episode, thank you for everything, for your feedback, the tweetings. The Instagramming. I, the rating, the reviewing, thank you. Keep them coming. Yeah, like it's been such a fun week. Like yeah. since our launch uh, last Tuesday, uh, we you know have some have we, we've gotten some really really awesome feedback from you know friends and new friends. So thank it's you. It's been so like, awesome and a little sp- overwhelming and yeah, like it's been the really word. great. Tell friends. Tell yeah. tell everybody you know. Yep. No, don't do that. That's obnoxious. But tell everyone you know. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> sorry about that. Just knocked the heck out of my mic. Um, so, Care, mm-hmm. it's 5 p.m. on a Thursday. What are we drinking? Uh, well, we're having that vodka soda. Mm, very very refreshing. Refreshing. With, guess which vodka, David? Is it? Tito's. It's Tito's. Oh my god. Because well, we still haven't made our way through that bottle. No, no. Yeah, we're both in our 30s. Don't also, expect us Tito's. to hit it too hard. Also, Tito's is delicious. Delicious. Yeah. And gluten-free. I think most vodka is. Just Tito's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Tito's is gluten-free. Have you heard? <laughs> anyway, also, we're one deep, so enjoy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> you know. Um. So, now we uh, are on... Episode four, which is titled Between a Rock and a Harlan Place, original air date October 12th, 1998. Care, hit me with the summary. All right. When Grace decorates Harlan's apartment, she gets carried away with a cowboy theme. Will is both shocked and embarrassed by the cowboy chic and makes an even greater mess of the situation. Thank you, Amazon Um, Video. Thank you, Amazon. Mm. David. Is there any trivia from this episode? There is one piece of trivia, mm-hmm. care of IMDb, from this episode. And it reads, <clears throat> when Will and Harlan are talking at the bar, there is a poster behind Will. It has a picture of Deborah and Eric standing next to each other. Aww. That's cute. I love it. Give me and an it's Easter egg obvious. all day. No, I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it. So we open... In Will and Grace's apartment, they're having dinner. Will's made dinner, as usual. Again, we've yet to see anybody else cook. (laughs) Really, we saw Jack smacking the eggs around, but that hardly counts. Well, and can we just talk about... And garlic jazz also, sorry. mm, Gotta mm -hmm, show respect. mm -hmm. He brings out fresh-shaved Parmesan, Mm. and there's a water pitcher on the table. Like, these people do dinner right. I would like you and the rest of the world to know that I use both... A glass water pitcher mm-hmm. and fresh. I have a I have a brick of. It's Romano. Um, well, that's not the same. And a grater, and I keep it in my fridge. Oh, bless your soul. Hey, are you Italian? <laughs> no, I, I am. I am. Uh, well, we get a great joke at the beginning, with Will and Grace having dinner, and she is naming the spices in the dinner that Will has cooked, and she gets to coriander, which he has to name for her, and she's this. Scary Spice. Thank you, 1998. <laughs> Bring it on. Loved the Spice Girls. Did you love the Spice Girls, Carolyn? No, I was a handsome girl. Oh, I was a both girl. Sure. <laughs> I did the legwork. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Uh, over dinner, Will says to Grace that his client, Harlan, who we've discussed and adored already on this podcast, 
um, is splitting up with his wife and moving to Manhattan and he needs an apartment and that apartment needs a decorator or that he's gotten an apartment and that apartment needs a decorator. Designer. A designer, sorry. And There's a difference, right? Uh, probably. I feel like there's a difference. Yeah. Um, if you know, let us know. Um, <laughs> what do I know? I don't know. <clears throat> so Will says to Grace that his client needs a designer and that he has recommended Grace to do the job. And, and Grace is immediately no. Yeah. No. She's like not she's not down. And that's not clear immediately, because first I was like, why? Like, are you too busy? Do you have too many clients? Right. What's the problem? Like And Will says, the money truck backing away. No, thanks. Grace doesn't want any. <laughs> it's beautiful. But like so Carolyn and I are both um independent contractors mm-hmm. for our livings mm-hmm. and so immediately i was like well i'm an independent contractor i would not turn down a client like that and um so like i i was i was confused as to why she didn't want harlan as her client yeah and then we find out why she's turning harlan down and it's because turns out <laughs> will is a little controlling <laughs> lol we LOL. found that so funny last week <laughs> We had a rough time last week. We did. <laughs> um, well, he was controlling in college. He told her, like, what, what to wear, who to date. What base to get to. What base to get to. And he says, what base did you get to? And she says, second. And he says. What? And she's like, he was a TA. And he says, ah, T, but no A. <laughs> it's a cute joke. It's a good joke. Um, and Will's Harlan impression is so it's good. It's dead on. It's dead on. I mean, like. We would have to assume that at this point, you know, episode four, he's only known this person for probably a month or two. It's perfect. Well, no, because their first meeting when we see them in the first episode isn't, it's clearly familiar. And I'm talking about the actors. Oh. Like, like Eric McCormick only knew. Gary Grubbs. Gary Grubbs for, you know, however long it takes to get from pilot to episode four, which who knows how long. And also I'm making wild assumptions and I shouldn't do that. It's it's fun when I, I don't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> I'm going to work on my comprehension skills, I promise. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> at the end of this uh, cold open, Will basically has convinced Grace to do it, and she's like, you are just the pimp. Or is that is that how it goes? The word pimp yeah, comes up. And... As she's flinging spaghetti across the room. Yeah. Yeah, she's flinging. She flings the pasta, and it's cute. But and he, he makes a joke about having to get a big hat and uh, shoes with live fish in the heels. Right. I wonder if anybody actually did that. He's thinking anyway. of pimps in the seventies, I guess. Any sex worker joke? Wee wee wee. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Let's try not to. Yeah. Yeah. Next scene. Is it's... this the next morning or that that night? I don't know. Can you tell? I can't tell. I can't tell. I really can't. I feel like it's the morning. Whatever. I, who cares? Jack comes in. Oh, no. It's totally that night because he's like, shush, J- Grace is sleeping. I bet that could be the morning. Fair. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we get a really, really beautiful Jack McFarland entrance. Mm. And we learn about the debut performance of Just Jack. And if you didn't just do the hand gesture... 
you're wrong and bad get out of our podcast <laughs> you are bad and you should feel bad but i'm so sorry come back please no don't go away <laughs> i um, love you um, i didn't realize that just jack showed up so early in the series did I. I thought it was much later and i'm delighted me too. I love it. It's never too early for just Jack. And also, I'm pretty convinced we should enter rooms like that from now on. He just comes in with a big flourish and a, and a leg movement, and it's wonderful. And he, uh, he sticks the landing. It's gorgeous. Anyway, <laughs> um, just Jack is Jack's cabaret show. It's his one-man show. And he's like, I have a beautiful voice. And Will's like, yeah, you do. And he says it sincerely. He does. It's really nice. It's really sweet. And I also, Jack goes immediately to the fridge to get a pudding. I know. Pulls out a pudding and puts some whipped cream on it. It's cute. It's adorable. I love... I think he does that every time he walks into Will's apartment is is go to the fridge. One of my favorite things about sitcoms is that everybody's always helping themselves to each other's food. Sitcoms or urinized friendship? Also that. But <laughs> we talk about it at least. In sitcoms, they True. walk in, walk to the fridge, and get their pudding. Yep. Yeah. You are welcome to anything in my fridge at any time. Thank you. And if ever I have pudding, it's all yours. Oh, thank you. Just pudding? Yeah. Can I have some of that? Cheese? The cheese? <laughs> yes. M- more into cheese than pudding. Legit. Uh, <laughs> Jack says, it's going to take my career in a whole new direction. And Will says, forward? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got him, Will. Me and a piano and a spotlight. And he's really excited about it. But it turns out it's just... Open mic. It's open mic night at the duplex. Yeah. Which... I understand, mostly because of other podcasts that I listen to, that the duplex is totally a real place in New York City. We live in the Midwest. Um, Sorry. (laughs) And uh, Jack says, bring Grace or a date. Uh, (laughs) Poor Will. Poor Will. (laughs) Poor Will just can't get back on his feet after Michael. They're not being very supportive of a friend who's just been through a devastating breakup of a seven-year relationship. Seven years i just keep coming back to that like will was just out of a relationship before all this and they are hard on him yeah about his love life it's a bummer it is a bummer i wish they'd be more supportive of will and his breakup me too although will doesn't talk about that much though he doesn't and do we know how long it's been like maybe it's been longer uh, we don't. It's never expressed. I mean, at least not so far how long it's been. Yeah. But I'm. I think I've assumed that it's sort of recent, like within the last six months or so. I have too, but maybe we're supposed to assume the opposite, and that it's been a while, and he needs to get off his ass and right and fix that, himself. And oh, t- totally. And it's also not that like it's not like six months isn't a perfectly acceptable amount of time to get over whatever length of relationship you've just been in. Like, take as long or as short amount of time to get over whatever you need to get over. I mean, how long has it? I've, I've had boyfriends that I had for, like, three months and, like, was devastated for a year. And then I've had mm-hmm. boyfriends that I dated for, like, a year or more. No, I don't think I ever dated that long, that long before my... Oh, really? I think the longest was, like, two years. My longest relationship was, like, broken up into little fits and starts over the course of three years. Yeah. And, like... um. And then, like, at the end, it was, like, one long chunk. And then when that ended, I was wrecked. Yeah, I've never... I I didn't... I I haven't even been with my husband for seven years. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't... I don't know. That stupid trope of... That Charlotte gives us on Sex in the City. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what she says? Is it the half as long as the relationship is how long it takes to get over it? Yeah, which is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you have to move on. But sometimes it just hits you right in the middle of the street. You hear... smell someone who's wearing their cologne or deodorant and it's mm. like oh oh god or you just th- think of them 
Yeah. You do something that you love to do together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I still find myself missing people that was like two boyfriends ago, three boyfriends ago. Like, it happens. Anyway, we were way off. No, <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't, I don't miss anyone. So we are talking about... Um, We've got Just Jack and we've got Harlan's apartment. Those are the mm-hmm. large, those are the big tent poles of this episode. So then we arrive at Grace's office in the morning. And Karen is alone, filing her nails at the desk. <laughs> and Jack swans in to tell her about Just Jack. Mm-hmm. And she says, leave me alone, I'm busy. <laughs> he starts singing something about touching yourself. Yeah, I don't remember what he sings. But she, and she says, honey, I'm busy, touch yourself. Yeah. Oh, touch you in the morning? Oh, yeah, touch me in the morning. Touch me in the morning. Either way, it's funny, and we just botched it. <laughs> oh, well. Who cares? Watch the episode. It's funny. <laughs> and then she's, she thinks he's cute. And she says, oh, you're kind of funny. All right, I'll talk to you. There, and, like, I love watching in this scene um, more Jack and Karen. Yeah. Just, like, 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 figuring out how they fit together and, like, and she says, oh, I remember, you're kind of funny. And, mm-hmm. like, their familiarity is growing and, like, their blossoming friendship. into the Jack and Karen that we know yes. from later episodes. And, I'm and like, it's so exciting to watch because not only are we meeting these two people, but they're meeting each other, too. Like, I think that that was a nice touch on the, yeah. on the like, on the part of the, the showrunners or writers or who, whomever made such a choice. And, uh... <clears throat> Are you feeling warm, David? Yeah. <laughs> David has just removed his headphones and is now removing his sweater. Yeah. It's getting hot in here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm wearing a cardigan half off my shoulders. It's like it's like, like half autumn in Chicago, but half not. Yeah. It doesn't know what it is. Anyway, we have to close windows in this apartment to record because of street noise and... It's just, it's not sweater weather in here. No, it's certainly not. Um, we get another bit of great physical comedy from Jack McFarlane. Oh, yes. When he lays upon the desk begging Karen to come see his show and he sticks his head down and he comes up and he's got a post-it on his head. <laughs> oh, so cute. And like, you know that like he had to like place that perfectly and props had to work with him on like, where do you need this? Like, here, lie down. Let's see where your head's going to land. And you cute. can actually, sorry. That's all. That's okay. You can interrupt me. I'm sorry. Uh, but you can see him lie down, and he kind of, like, rolls his head a little to make sure it's stuck there. <laughs> um, and then Harlan arrives, and Jack leaves, giving him a flyer, and says, the magic starts at 10. 10 p.m.? Ooh. Yes. 10 p.m. Sometimes that's when shows start, I understand. No. Carolyn is not down for I will for it. not be there. You can invite me to your midnight shows and I will come. Godspeed. Bye. Have, have a great time. I will have been asleep for 10 hours. That's true. So Harlan comes in and uh, Jack hands him the flyer. Jack like sachets away and <laughs> Harlan is like, was that a proposition? It's so innocent. It's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. And Karen says, like, I don't know or something. She's got some great one-liners in this episode. Yeah, she's, like, openly hitting on Harlan. I like it. And he's openly flirting with her, and it's, yeah. it's I like it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I'm oh, not... honey, I'm always going. 
then Will and Grace arrive. And um, Grace is, like, really excited. She's seen his apartment. She's excited to decorate it. Like, she's really turned a corner on this whole decorating for Harlan Mm -hmm. thing. Sorry, designing for Harlan thing. Mm -hmm. And Will's with her, and he's kind of just, like, too present. He's interrupting her a little bit. Yeah, and I wrote, actually, in my notes, stay in your lane, Will. Um, right. And don't promise people away. I think I, I that drives me crazy. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really happen very often in my line of work. But like, I imagine that somebody who has a skill that is a commodity, such as a designer, like when you have that friend, and then you tell your other friends about them, you say, "Oh, so and so will do it." Don't do that to people. That's terrible. Just say, I have a friend who does this thing. Maybe you could reach out. I'll you introduce you. should talk to you each other. Via right. email. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> introduce them. Don't promise your people away. Right, right. Um, and then they do a little bit about, uh, Will, don't you have some shoes to feed? <laughs> and he, he takes the hint. He ta- he does back off. Mm-hmm. Give him credit for that. And he leaves. And, and Grace says... Well, Harlan, uh, don't worry. It was just an inside thing. Don't worry about it. And he says... Whatever I don't get, I just figure is gay. Which is so funny to me. Is it really? No, I love it. I totally love it. Yeah, you just made a face. Like, like, ooh, is that tr- is that problematic? Yeah, and I it's couldn't not, tell. It's not. I mean, I'm For not... You. I don't yeah. feel it like it is. Like, whatever I don't get, I just figure is gay. Like, like I don't know. If you don't understand something, just assume it's a gay joke that you don't get. And Gary Grubb's delivery is... So good as Harlan. I mean, I know we just keep singing his praises, but it's because he's so wonderful in this role. It's so sweet. He's so good. I love Harlan. Because, like, imagine an actor, a different actor, like a Larry the Cable Guy kind of guy. And it just, it's awful. But this. Like an unsympathetic. Gary Grubbs approaches it with such sensitivity and, like, love. And then, and then we get to Harlan's cowboy apartment. We get to Harlan's cowboy apartment, and I don't know. I didn't find it that offensive. I think the worst thing for me was the giant bowl of silver balls on the coffee table. <laughs> I didn't notice those. Like, I did notice the giant armadillo right next to it. What? You didn't see the dead armadillo? No, ew. Yeah. It was, it's much for me, mm-hmm. but as Grace says, it's Ralph Lauren meets cowboy chic. Yeah, and she's like <laughs> designing a rich person's home, you know, and those... Right. Like, also, that's a small living room. Right? It was tiny to me. For the amount of money that Harlan must have? Yeah. With his buffalo feed business? Yeah. He's the largest manufacturer in the Southwest. So Will is trying to deflect from the ostentatiousness of of all of the melange, as Grace says (laughs) in the previous scene. And he says, I like how you put those things over the top of the wardrobe. And it's like, wow, subtlety, Will. Well done. Asshole. Yeah, what a jerk. Like, Grace is at her job. Remember when she was a dick to you last episode at your job? Mm-hmm. Let him, or let her work. Yeah. It's not you, a good feeling. It's a terrible feeling. Like, I would never, like, show up to a friend's work. Like, I have a friend who's a nanny. I would never show up to my friend's work where she's nannying and be like, oh, are you... <laughs> You really shouldn't, like, use those kinds of words with the children. You really shouldn't use, like, you know, synthetic band-aids. Like, I would never show somebody... I would never show up to a friend's work and tell them how to do their job. No, because that's rude and awful. And I get that Harlan is Will's biggest client, but 
he's got to back off. He promised he would back off and he hasn't. Yeah. And so then the next And he's scene, made no effort either. No. No, no, no. He's not even trying to hide it. And the next scene, we open on Grace just going at a cheesecake. How's one fork. Cheesecake? Giant cheesecake in Right front down of her. the middle. Ugh. And Will comes in and asks her what she's doing and she says, sublimating my rage towards you with cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Which I think is marvelous. <laughs> It also made me want cheesecake. Oh, desperately. Let's go get a cheesecake. Okay, let's go. Looked like Gene Autry exploded in there. She also, (laughs) at some point, is talking about, like, I wasn't designing it for you. I was designing it for Harlan. If I were designing it for a gay gay waiter, David. David. (laughs) You've really got to stop. (laughs) Um, she, She says... I wasn't designing it for you, Will. I was designing it for Harlan. If I were designing it for a gay lawyer, I would have had fear-based bitchy wallpaper or something like that. Deco with fear-based bitchy wallpaper. It would have been deco with fear-based bitchy wallpaper, which I howled at. You did. It was, oh, so good. Fear-based bitchy wallpaper. If anybody has any, send me some fear-based bitchy wallpaper. I'm about to move and I would love some. Yeah, could you tweet some fear-based bitchy wallpaper at us, guys? Thank you. Thanks. Uh, the whole Grace Adler designs rant. <gasps> I wrote that down too. It's so beautiful. Oh my God. It's so good. I said, what a monologue. Also, do you remember that time you worked with me? I did. I worked with you one time. <laughs> and you for... said to me, I don't like that job and I never want to do it again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame you because it's not for everyone. No, it is not. The job that Carolyn does is not for everyone. But he was very helpful and supportive. Yes. And you were good at it. I was. Thank you. You're welcome. I did good, but I hated it. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Ooh, we're being very cryptic. Should we just say what I am? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. She plans weddings. So then... Um, we have to... Uh, mm. We have to pause. Mm-hmm. Because I've reached my fashion moment of the week. <gasps> What's your fashion moment? So this is a sort of non-traditional fashion moment of the week. Because we don't actually see it on screen. What is it? It's the blue sweater. The blue sweater that Will tells Grace to wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Grace is storming off to get ready to go to Jack's show with Will. And as she's walking away, Will cannot help himself. And they've just argued about how controlling he is of her. And he says, Wear the blue sweater. <laughs> And like immediately covers his mouth. <laughs> and it was so funny. And so that's my fashion moment. That's that, really that cute. That blue sweater. That's a good fashion moment. Yeah. We skipped over though that Will tells her she's fired. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Plot point of the episode. So Will has come home and she's mad at him. And she says, Grace Adler designs about 73 times. And then Will has to tell her that Harlan has fired her. And she's very upset about it. And she goes to the phone and she says, no, no, I'm not fired. And she dials and dials and dials oh, and dials. And it's she, oh, so sad and cute. It's really sweet. Um, when Will says that she's fired... Uh, he very sweetly says to her, is it possible you made some bad choices? And Grace immediately goes, no! <laughs> <laughs> Which, geez, I, I can't relate to that at all. No, but like, what's that like? sometimes we just have to say that to our friends. Yeah. Is it possible you're making some bad choices? Is it possible that this was not your best? Yeah. And maybe we should reevaluate and go from there. Yeah. 
you whether know? it's work or life or love yeah and then and then she uh she leaves and he tells her to wear the blue sweater and she says we're taking separate cabs <laughs> which is not economical then we have another moment with Jack and Karen mm. where they're back in Grace Grace Adler designs and they uh she started like priming him for his show trying to get him ready and she's trying to show him like how to move and like how to shake the money maker and Carolyn has Hold a thing. Hold on. Okay. This is my fashion moment of the week. <gasps> okay, bring it. <laughs> uh so it is Jack's giant khakis. <gasps> okay. They're so baggy. <laughs> Why are they so unflattering? Why do they insist on making but him look so bad? Here's the thing, and I know that some of the uh, women I went to high school with can attest to this. Um, I went to a private school where we had to wear uniforms, and mm-hmm. the boys had to wear either khakis or blue pants, but most of them wore khakis. So, like, I see a pair of khakis on a man, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean that's gone away over the years, but no, you're for so a while there, I know I know a friend of mine who who just loves to see her husband, who she married and that she's been with since freshman year of high school or oh sophomore year of high school. Uh, yeah, they're still together. It's so sweet. But he wears khakis, and she's like, hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> so that's my fashion. But his khakis okay. are just terrible. No, I mean they're huge with bright white shoes. <laughs> I love it. What is he like? He's dressed so weirdly. I don't get it. He'll get there. We'll we'll get we'll get Maybe Jack's wardrobe eventually. Better. I feel like I remember him throughout the series. They're just kind of always being a little frumpy. I can't remember. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> he is not playing that keyboard though. Oh God, <laughs> he sure is not playing that keyboard. And then later he is. 10 billion percent not playing the piano <laughs> like you made an effort all the apologies to sean hayes if you can actually play piano but like right. it really didn't look like you were um so then karen and jack are like kind of goofing around and she's trying to get him pumped up for his show and he's starting with a ballad and she's like no don't start with a ballad you need to like be sexy like you're gonna you're be nasty miss jackson <laughs> and like she's shows him how to like dance and she's like around the world around the world a one-way ticket paris brazil bangkok (laughs) (laughs) like one of those really really mm, like perfect tasty little uh grace and or uh jack and karen moments yeah, love it. it so and so then they good. keep and going. And they get like their faces just get like increasingly they uncomfortable. Kind of keep going. Slash, well, like we haven't described this yet, yet though. Like she like pulls his hips in toward hers and like swirls and swirls and swirls and swirls and about four swirls in young David got <laughs> confused. <laughs> <laughs> about Jack or Karen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, so this came out when I was in like sixth grade, right? And like, probably like just starting to understand what sex might, you know, entail. Sure. Um, if you're two men, just, I mean, just beginning to mm. like have an inkling of what that might be. And I was like, mm, did, was that, was that sex? <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes, but it looks like 
it's a sex joke. And it reads like a sex joke. Is this a sex... And it's a sex joke, obviously. Right. But, you know... Little baby, you didn't know. Oh, that's so cute. So they push away from each other and Karen grabs a tissue off the desk and dabs her forehead and then her decolletage. Mm. And she... It's just like... It's such a great scene between the two characters that we're coming to love so much. I also had to dab. Well. Not like the dance move, like dabbing, but like, you know, I, no, had, to, don't. I had to like dab my brow. <laughs> I was confused. Um, young David or you now? Again. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So then we're at the club. Mm. Jack's getting ready for a show. Oh. I have such a sensitive spot. In, in my heart for Jack in in his Just Jack moment, being a person who has done a lot of cabarets <laughs> and like yeah. asked my friends to show up for those cabarets. And so this is a sweet moment. Yeah. It's... For me and me alone. And only David. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it is really sweet that everyone comes out to support him, including like his new BFF, Karen. Mm-hmm. And Harlan comes by. To hit on Karen. To hit on Karen. <laughs> um, how do we get in touch with Gary Grubbs to tell him how much we adore him? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> we have to okay, find him. I'm going to find him on Twitter. Yeah. And you're going to find him on Instagram. Okay. And together we'll contact his representation. Okay. And we'll get him as a guest. So Harlan comes in and he's looking for Karen. And that's the only reason he came. But he sees Will at the bar. Mm-hmm. And we see that picture behind Will at the bar of him and yeah, Deborah Matt, Messing standing together. If you're listening, or if if you're watching again, dear listeners, check out the uh, poster that's apparently of Deborah and Will. Um, and uh, Will sort of... Sorry, Deborah and Eric. And uh, Will sort of kind of tries to broach the topic of you know, Grace designing the apartment and like, he's trying to like apologize if what she did offended him in any way. Right. But before that, Jack comes out and and we, it is revealed that his dressing room is a bathroom (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and he says, I'm in performance mode right now. So I can't really invest. Mm. I got to go to zero. (laughs) Got to go to zero. I don't know anyone like that in my life. Certainly not me. So Will and Harlan are talking. And Will starts to sort of apologize for mm-hmm. what Grace did. And they get around to the firing of Grace. And it comes out that it was totally Will's fault that she got fired. Mm-hmm. Because Harlan was worried about mm-hmm. busting up their relationship. And he loved that apartment. That tacky-ass, cowboy-chic Ralph Lauren apartment. Yeah. He loved it. And, and that's good. Good for him. Somebody needs to love all aesthetics. Sure. Especially rattan. No. Never. It's Mm-mm. in your house, not mine. That's all I'm saying. It's in my husband's area. It's right behind you. Look, I, I told him I want to get rid of it. I can, I'm like in the same frame in which I am viewing you. I see two pieces of rattan furniture. <laughs> and I have none. Well, hey, one is yours that was forced upon me, apparently. Formerly mine. Thank you. I would never take a thing back that I gifted to someone. <laughs> Was it a gift? 
I feel like I was moving and I didn't have room for it. And you were David, like, I'll I take literally it. have no memory of this. I mean, I know it was mine. <laughs> no, I know it was yours, but I have no idea when and how I acquired it. I mean, anyway, rattan furniture is ugly and you're wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anyway, Harlan loved the apartment and um, he acknowledges that Will is a Budinsky. But he also acknowledges that that might not be something that Will's able to change about himself. And then he acknowledges that their relationship is much more important than any job that either of them would ever have. And um, Harlan is the best. Harlan is the best. Harlan is wise. <laughs> he says, um, Will says, well, I can I can butt out. I can stop. I cannot do it. And Harlan just says, yeah. And what if I go gay? Right, 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 right. And then he follows that up with, you are who you are. I, the... So sweet. Like, I just, just. Thank you, Harlan. Because he understands he can't go gay. That's not a thing. Right. And, and he knows Will is who he is, and he doesn't want to ruin their relationship by having Grace be his designer anymore. I love it. I know. So then, um, Grace arrives. Mm. And she has had a cab ride to think. <laughs> because they actually took a separate cab. Again, really not economical. Really not. Um, especially in New York. Uh, so she's like, sorry that she lashed out and mm-hmm. she understands where Will was coming from. And she's like, I may, you're right. I may not have been doing my best designing. And Will's like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Um, actually though, you were right and I was wrong. Oops. And Whoopsie daisies. This comes out right as Jack is beginning his show. <laughs> and he starts playing. Yeah, air quotes. Air quotes. She's doing air quotes. The piano. <laughs> Poor Sean Hayes. Uh, sorry, Sean. We love you. <laughs> we we love are obsessed you so with you. Uh, but he starts playing the piano and singing his song. And um, the mic <laughs> the mic that is next to him at the piano starts just kind of slowly moving down drooping. <laughs> and he drooping exactly and he's following it with his mouth and it's so funny it's so funny and then karen goes up to fix it and she hits him right in the face <laughs> oh my god they're so good also something important to point out this is the first time we have all four of them together oh you're right in yeah. the same scene I mean, they've, they've all been in the same scene, but not the same, like, occupying the same space together. Yeah, I think you know, you're right. We have Will, Grace, Jack, Karen, all together. And everybody knows each other at this point. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to form those relationships that we've come to know and love. Uh, so he admits that um, he it was his fault directly yeah. that Grace lost the job. And, and she makes the face at him and he goes, don't give me the squint. And they start escalating and he has to what is he saying he's saying it's my fault and i'm sorry or he's admitting he was wrong or something yeah and, and she makes she, him repeat it again and again and again and again which is something that happens frequently in my house what <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry was i right i'm sorry and uh so we sort of have a a moment where will and grace are sort of disrupting the performance the, and it's impolite it really is to say the very least i mean and it's not cool to interrupt your friend's performance it's not. Um, so if any of our friends are listening and you are talking during this podcast, consider How? yourself on notice. How dare you? How dare? 
Very dare you. I am just kidding. Please come to Carolyn's immediately. We have so much Tito's. <laughs> so much vodka. <laughs> uh, and so anyway, Jack turns around and says, it's not the Will and Grace show. It's called Just Jack. <laughs> and it's so, it's so melodic and like rhythmic. It's, it's perfectly percussive. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Sean Hayes' delivery is Sean amazing. Hayes. I know. You single, buddy? He's not. He's married. I think. That's nice. I keep, you know, I state things as fact. Good for him. And most, okay. All right. I'm fine. Did you really want to marry Sean Hayes? You know, maybe I did. Okay. Well, I. That's enough voices. Don't do voices on the podcast, David. (laughs) So after Jack is, um, you know, gives him what for, we have a smash cut and we are post-show and Will and Grace are the only two people left in this, again, really well, too well lit bar. Really? Um, and chairs are on tables. Yep. They are trying to get them to leave. And yeah. as a service industry professional, I would like to, sorry, I have to, uh, we have to go back because my phone just <laughs> vibrated all over. <laughs> well, answer it. <coughs> Hi. Hey, Natalie. Hi. I'm here with Carolyn, and we're recording our podcast. You're on the podcast. You're technically on this podcast right now. Are you fucking kidding me? I no. would never, I would never lie to you like that. Great. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what episode you're on, but it's garbage, and here are all my favorite fashions. <laughs> <laughs> back hello <laughs> dear listener Sorry, we had to take a call from our dear friend natalie um but as i was saying before she called um as a service industry professional mm. when the chairs are up and the lights are on get out get the fuck out of my restaurant g t f o get out but it's will and grace so we'll let it slide this time and <laughs> grace has taken not one, but nope. Just at first, just one <laughs> cocktail napkin, <laughs> and um, we're on drink three, and <laughs> two, three. It's three. It's You're three. Right. <laughs> um, and um, she has written a contract in <laughs> what she perceives to be legalese, and it it's fine well to is. no longer be a budinsky, and um. Person in part number one. Yes, person of the first part. Part that's the one. Yeah, um, and it's cute, and like they've clearly like they're making jokes and they're having fun, and like they've clearly like, you know, decided not to stop being friends. And Will has casually gotten the bartender's number when he goes to find another <laughs> napkin. He's right. like, "Oh, that's the bartender's number," and he tucks it in his pocket. <laughs> right. It's cute. Good for Will. It is really cute. Um, My favorite part though is when Will says, "Well, it's not binding unless it's notarized." And, and Grace takes the beer bottle and just stamp, stamp, stamp. <laughs> it's perfect. And then she hops up and leaves. And then Will's the last person left. Jack walks out of his dressing room. And he does this kind of cute but kind of sad thing where he's like, um, oh, this is nice. No press. Ugh. No fans. It's It's nice. And like, it's a joke, but it's also like, Oh yeah, I, I just did a I just did a cabaret and nobody really came. And except like, presumably, for my like super close friends. Jack has friends. Hey guys, that's Oliver the Brave again. He's loud. He's very loud for a tiny cat. Um, 
but none of them came except for Will and Grace and Karen and mm-hmm. Harlan, but for different reasons. Different reasons. So there's this thing that we do with uh, as people with a lot of actor friends when that actor friend says, "Listen, I know you're coming to see my show, and it's not good." Yeah, like, it's like, just see it or don't. Thank you so I much for coming. You. I appreciate your time and your efforts and your attendance. You don't have to come because it's not very good. And if you do come, and, please just know that I know that it's not good. <laughs> and and so Will says to Jack, Jack, you have a beautiful voice. Yeah, what'd you think of the dance break? Jack, you have a beautiful voice. <laughs> and well that's handled, well. What we that's say to our right friends to is, you were in a show. You knew all the words. You knew all the words. You did that's not really what we job. say. We, 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 we are supportive of our friends. Also, all I of our say. friends are talented, so that's helpful. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, so, David, why do you think... So, Jack says he got the bartender's phone number as well. Why do you think Will tosses the napkin? Mm, I mean, I kind of think I would do the same thing. Like, I... Okay, I really hate competition when it is in a social setting. Like, I'm a very good professional competitor, but not, like, with romance or social stuff. Like, mm. I don't like to compete for people's attention. I, no, like, I. I, I just kind of want it to be like, are you thinking about me? Cool. If so, here's me. But if not, and I know for a fact that you are, like, you know, playing the field, especially with my friends, then I remove myself from that situation. Um, it also could be that Will is thinking, well, any guy who's interested in Jack, I am not interested in. Sure. Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. Yeah. Um, in the in the first viewing, but on the, on the second, it was like, maybe he just wants Jack to find love, so he takes himself out of the equation. Oh, that's nice. I doubt it. Yeah, but isn't that nice, though, to think? It is nice to think. Maybe Will's being really magnanimous. <laughs> Good for Will. Good for Will. And uh, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode that's and the end wrote. of our drinks. Carolyn, tell David? me about what you took away from this episode. We should, instead of being judgmental and, like, side-eyeing, Mm-hmm. Some of the things that our friends do. Specifically our friends' works. Our friends' works. We should watch, sit back and not judge and not say anything and just watch them flourish. And trust our friends trust to them. have an expertise that we don't possess. Yeah. 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 That's my takeaway. Watch your friends flourish because it's kind of the best. It is. It's so empowering to see your friends doing well. Well, yeah. And when I see like... you, like, on stage... Doing your thing, <laughs> especially the last time we were on stage together, which was we the were. first time I was in four years on stage. Mm-hmm. And like getting and to play it. with you and like, it just makes me so proud every time I see you do that. Oh, heck. Oh, heck. My takeaway mm. from this. I'm is... so sorry. David, what was your takeaway? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, we're going to get this. Together. We're going to get the format someday. down. Don't you guys worry. We will be flawless someday. Anyway, um, my takeaway from this episode was mostly that um, it's, I echo what you said, but also... I go like, what you said is what you just said. I, I said I echo what you said, but I 
get how you hear her heard that heard that <laughs> oh boy all right thank you to tito's <laughs> okay so, but this this podcast can't be about getting drunk and sloppy all the time no no it can't and we're not sloppy we're just like we have a great buzz going yeah um i echo echo what you said yep and um <laughs> but i also from my own perspective like the thing I had the largest emotional response to was that Jack, you know, did this thing. He did a little show and, you know, it was not that big of a deal, but it was a big deal to him. And he really worked hard on it. Well, maybe worked hard is saying a lot. Um, but all of these, these, these three important people showed up to it, mm-hmm. even if other people didn't. But that's been like a really important component of the relationships that I have. My friendships, that is. So... Thank you. You're welcome. I have the giggles now. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, David. Oh, my goodness. We are so grateful to you for listening, and we are having so much fun doing this, and we hope you tell your friends and your um, lovers and your families. And We want to keep doing it. Yeah. And the way that we'll be able to do that is if you go onto whatever platform you find your podcasts from and you rate us and you review us highly, favorably, if you feel I mean, if... And if not, leave us alone. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Follow us on Facebook at Will and Grace and Vodka and on either Instagram or Twitter or both, preferably. Preferably both. Yeah. At um, Will and Grace Pod. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. Thank you, as always, to PJ Hankey for our beautiful theme music. Just my favorite brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's worth mentioning. That's Carolyn's brother. I also have another favorite. Well, he's my brother-in-law. But he's Toad's my bro. Totally. Oh, no. <laughs> I said Toad's my bro. We gotta end this. Thank you so much, everyone. We love you. Good night. Say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. <laughs>